This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 1167 of Horse Tip Daily, your almost everyday morsel of helpful hints, useful facts, and practical techniques for horse folks. Brought to you today by Dr. Rose's Remedies. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is an excerpt from the Mary Kitzmiller training episode on Horses in the Morning. James Cooler joins Mary to talk about the la- how he uses layers of training to build on success. And we'll get right to our tip after this from Dr. Rose's Remedies. Dr. Rose's Remedies Skin Treatment Salve and Spray are 100% all-natural products. They are anti-inflammatory, antibacterial, antiviral, and antifungal. Dr. Rose's are made with all human-grade ingredients and are safe and effective for treatment for all manner of cuts and scrapes on your horse. And Dr. Rose's is the must-have product here at the Horse Radio Network headquarters to keep PT Scooter's delicate white pasterns free from dew poisoning and scratches. Ask for Dr. Rose's at your local tax store or feed supplier or visit them online at drrosesremedies.com. That's drrosesremedies.com. How are you doing today, James? I'm doing very good. I appreciate it. Okay. So I thought we, uh, I thought you would be a really good choice to come on and, and discuss a little training with us. You wanted to talk about training with layers. What exactly do you mean by that? Yeah, you know, to me, I guess, you know, uh, training with layers um, and kind of, kind of goes hand in hand. It's, it's more of a conceptual thing. It's not necessarily a hands-on technique or an individual technique that you would use, but, uh, you know, it kind of goes hand in hand in my mind with another saying that I use a lot, which is every session has a progression. And for me, what that means is, number one, when I'm starting out with a horse, you know, the earlier stages of my sessions are, are going to have a, just a lower level of expectation, and I'm trying to build on the quality of that expectation as I progress, whether it's a trailer loading or a colt starting, or you're working on a, on a more advanced horse, let's just say you're developing lead changes or something like that, you know, I'm, I'm sort of always trying to say, how am I progressing along in this session with this horse, and I'm not, I'm not wanting to push them too hard, too fast. Otherwise you can kind of get yourself in an interesting position, but at the same time, I don't like to feel like I'm losing ground or going backwards. And if, if I, I sort of feel like if I keep that in the back of my mind all the time, I'm just really aware of, of the level of tribe I'm getting from my horse, which sort of sets me up to recognize when something might not be the most efficient or the most effective. And that's where layers to me, really come into play. And that's really how I've tried to build my program uh, as much as I can to, to say, okay, uh, I'm not really getting where I wanted to get. Let's, let's just say I'm working on a turnaround with the horse and, you know, rather than try to fix the result with the result, you know, I want to say in my head, how can I slide down, find a, a layer of an exercise, like maybe, you know, jogging circles at a trot while I'm sort of pushing that shoulder let's just say, into the circle and helping the horse get a better rhythm and cadence with the front feet crossover and then take that back to the turnaround or the spin to see maybe if I, if I slid down to that layer and then came back up, you know, to the more finished result, is that going to help that horse out? And, and, and that sort of keeps me from feeling like, 
I'm putting too much pressure on on a finished result, like I said, which you know maybe you're, you're looking at a lead change or a turnaround or or just some body control, whatever it is. I'm just really big on on I'm trying to understand. Hey, if, if if it's not working here, where can I adjust to that that can help this horse out with the level of expectation that it can handle? And and then you know a lot of times once you kind of find that little groove, things start to click, and then the confidence comes up, and the level of understanding comes up, and and you sort of feel like okay, I'm I'm back on a on a progressive uh, track here, which I think any trainer trainer would would say you know we're always looking for for uh, feeling like we're moving forward and not you know either getting stale or losing ground with our horse or or whatever it is. So so I just thought that'd be kind of a you know, an interesting little thing to help people because I find in clinics and lessons that I do, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about that a lot with folks. Um, you know, we all get stuck somewhere and we all are trying to learn and grow. And when you get stuck, it's sometimes hard to look outside of the box because um, you're so focused on what you're trying to achieve or what you're trying to fix. And uh, so I just try to help people and encourage them, you know, as they learn and as they grow in their own horsemanship, uh, you know, understand that, you know, it's, it's kind of a layered process, both in our ability to understand what we're doing and uh, apply it. And I just think that helps people, you know, including myself, stay a lot more patient and just be more accepting of this is where I'm at and this is how I'm going to get to where I want to go. And uh, so I just thought maybe that'd be a fun thing to uh, to, to chit-chat about. And uh, I don't know if some, that's something you find yourself working working with a good bit or not but um you know for me that that's a big concept that i just feel like pretty much all the time within the, in, in play in the back of my head as i'm working on something with a horse that's a really man that's a great training tip um so i'm i'm already really glad we had you on today um yes i totally agree and it's very timely because this is kind of exactly what I had to go through, uh, with my last clinic in Poland, um, you know, I did two clinics and one was more of a basic clinic and one was advancing, uh, an advanced clinic. You know, now I do these advanced clinics, but I can tell you all the time, most of the time we're working on basic stuff. And that's not because I'm looking at someone and saying, oh no, what do you think you're doing? You're not ready to advance. It's never that. It's usually... And this is any horse, any trainer, you, you know, you'll build on something, for instance, a, a, well, a lead change you mentioned, and then it'll fall apart. And your instinct is to stay in that lead change, like kick them a little harder, shift your weight a little more, maybe get after them mm-hmm. a bit. And you, you'll end up making 20 attempts at a lead change and not getting anywhere. And you've, you've just practiced failing the lead change. And so, so yeah, so at the clinic, uh, this last clinic in Poland, um, we worked on lead changes by teaching the riders to ride straight lines. And mm-hmm. so, you know, the, how's that like a lead change? Most of the horses, um, needed work on just riding from point A to point B and, you know, pick a spot, look at it, ride to it. Can your horse move out? Can he go relaxed? Is he confident? Are you having to micromanage and steer him all the time? And so when you think about it, so even though, None of those horses did one lead change. We worked on lead changes. Uh, Because if you think about, you know, a lead change, what's in a lead change? They have to go forward. They have to, 
be straight and balanced. They have to be relaxed. They have to be confident. Um, if they don't have those things correct, then you can't ask for a lead change, you know, and then on the more technical stuff, can can you move their shoulders? Can you pick up and get a soft feel when you pick up on the reins? If you needed to slow them down or ask them to stop, how easy would that be for them to do? If you needed to go from a stop to a caner in a couple strides, can you do that? If you can't do things like that, then the lead change is just simply not going to work because the lead change, if you were to tell me what's a lead change, I might list a thousand things that the horse does in the lead change that are not the horse goes from one lead to the other. You know, I might say, you know, the horse is in the bridle. He's going forward. He's moving out. He's attentive. He's alert, but he's also relaxed. You know, he stays between my legs. He stays under my hands. If I do ask him to move a body part, he does it. And so when you get all of that, then all of the lead changes is simply switching your legs and letting the horse change leads all on his own. So that, I think that's a really good point you brought up today. Well, there you have it. You can find links to today's guests as well as lots more tips at horsetipdaily.com. This podcast was made possible through the generous support of Dr. Rose's Remedies and listeners like you. Learn how you can help support Horse Radio Network programming and qualify for auditors-only perks by going to horsetipdaily.com and clicking on the Become an Auditor banner in the center of the page. This is Coach Jen, and I'll be back soon with another tip. So until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.